how we want it to be is that we talk about sex openly and freely and regularly. And, you know, at least at least once a month, we're doing a new activity or watching a masterclass or something of like that. So do you ever envy those so-called hashtag couples goals? Well, you know, when you first fall in love with someone, you get butterflies every time you see them. You lust them. You're infatuated with them. You want to be with them all the time, like best friends. Do you want that to last forever? Together, let's discover what it takes to say a massive yes to all the above. Through our topical discussions, our world-renowned guests that will help guide the way to a happier, sexier, and fun-loving relationship. We're not doctors or therapists. We are just two normal individuals who have had many ups and downs in our 23-year relationship. And counting. We've amassed our own wisdom over the years, but we're still learning, just like you. Nina and I believe you can have it all and still live your best lives, as long as you're willingly and consistently discover each other in new ways. And that right there is what the show is all about. We're Nina. And Roger. And this, this is The, the Real show. show. Yeah, baby. Spring is in the air. I can finally feel it. I think I said that about a million times in every single episode. But this time I feel it. It's coming. Because it's here. It's sunny. It's legit here. The snow's gone. I can't wait to go outside and just kind of tan my white ass. Why did you go today? It's not that bad. Go out there. And nah, hell no. That's still too cold. <laughs> it's got to be in the plus 20 something something. Yeah, well, you're going to have to wait till July for that. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Unless, you know, we go somewhere warm and live there forever and ever. See you guys. We're packing our shit. We're going. <laughs> That might be a distant future, but I mean, a, 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 more of a near future than a distant future, but we never know. We never know. That's right, baby. <laughs> so we got another Tuesday episode here. And before we get started, I got to say my name is Roger and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Nina. And we are the Head Over Heels Show. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I thought you were going to forget about that part. I was like, nah. So... We had uh, taken a look at some of our reviews, and we have another one that we have to read to you guys. That's right. Our five-star review comes from, I don't have a name for this person, because I guess sometimes it's only numbers on Apple. As you know, Apple only, you can only review us right now on Apple Podcast, but nonetheless, this was on March 8th, and it says, almost all caught up. That means... This person listened to all our episodes. Wow. Good for you. 8117. <laughs> the review says, love the podcast. Came across you guys on TikTok. Of course you did. And your energy was awesome. Your dynamic as couple is rare, but is very inspiring. Lots of tips and advice, which is why I think this podcast is so great to listen to. Well, thank you, 8117. We loved your review. And uh, if you come on our TikTok next time, let us know who you are so I can thank you in person. Yeah, well, in TikTok person. In TikTok person. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and for anybody who is listening to our podcast and they're and they're they're going back to listen to the older episodes, um, I used to do that a lot. But then I find if you if you continue to listen to the latest episodes and then go back when you know when there's not a latest episode. That way you can you can partake in some of the giveaways and you know maybe some of the events we're doing whatever. So if if you're listening too far back, you'll miss them because by the time you get to the episode, it's already it's already gone. So we try, try and to listen. Give away. Yeah, we do try to give away every every second week. But so try and listen to the new episodes and then go back and listen to to other ones in the end. Just so I'd love for you guys to take advantage of all our our fun gifts and stuff like that. And speaking of fun gifts, we are actually giving away one of the funnest. Funnest gifts. It's like your favorite ever, giveaway ever. <laughs> ever on this show. And if ever you guys, if you guys listen to, I think it was a couple episodes back, um, Bryant Ellis, The Adventure Challenge. Well, Bryant Ellis was generous enough to give us a uh, one of his booklets, Couples, and the new one, In Bed. So we're giving away one of each. And so double trouble today, baby. Yeah. And whoever's winning, 
I want to see some of those pictures that you take with the Polaroid camera and put in that book because I want to I want to know how how much fun you had with this uh, with this game. Absolutely, absolutely. So are we ready to uh, draw some names from our yes, little which, bowl? <laughs> which one are we giving away first? Let's do the couples one first. Let's do the couple ones yeah. first. All right. So are we going to do drum roll? Drum roll? No. All right. <laughs> All right. Let me see. The first name is Sika. Sika. Oh my goodness. She just gave us a review, did she? Yeah, no. No, that was Maple. That was Maple. That was Sorry. Maple. Sika. I love you, Sika. So you won the adventure challenge couples. So you better get yourself a couple and do the challenge with that person. Sika is one of our loyal friends on TikTok. She's the best. She's one of my favorite girls. Sika, baby girl, congratulations. I can't wait for you to hear this. <laughs> So what's the next next one is you want to pull up? Yeah, I'll pull up. You want to pull up? Okay, you want to pull up. We're, we're doing in bed and uh, we're saying I got to pull out. All right. So <laughs> let's take a look. What name do we have here? We have. Open this thing up. Oh, my goodness. Katie. Is it Hayworth? Hayworth. Yes. <laughs> Katie Hayworth. She entered a bunch of times, I think. I know. I think yeah, yeah, I remember her. I love her. She Her, her Instagram. Instagram name is Katie underscore Marie 17. So if you're listening to this, Katie, you're the winner, baby. We're going to need some addresses. Yeah. <laughs> you have to send us all your addresses so we can send you these books. But you did win the Adventure Challenge in bed. So I, I definitely want, want to see pictures of that one. I want you and your men, because I know you have a man and you guys do a lot of adventures together, to do this challenge and send us and actually just tag the hell out of Head of a Heel Show. Yeah, absolutely. All these stories. So congratulations to both Sika and Katie. Uh, love you guys for entering. And for those of you guys that, seriously, we do this on a regular basis. So if you see our giveaways, enter, because you could be the one next one to win. And we try and make them all great, 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 great. So now we are going on to our, our next guest. And our next guest, um, I mean, just, just the title alone, keep the fights clean and the sex dirty. Hmm. <laughs> Today, we have a lovely human being on the show. Her name is Gabby Sandra. Gabby, I mean, she is amazing. She's a, she's a couples, um, she's a relationship expert, but not just that. She has master's degrees in education, counseling, and guiding, a 25-year experience of guiding couples into a better um, relationship. She knows what she's doing. She does. And you know what? She knows because she had her own messy to magical marriage that she dealt with for for the you know for years and now she has a great relationship and she's teaching that to, to couples out there so so she's passing on her wisdom and right. there's so much wisdom in this episode that we had to break it up into two episodes that's right so so for the next two weeks you're gonna listen to gabby's yeah Sandra. gabby's coming up for Beautiful two weeks wisdom <laughs> and we'll be giving a doing a giveaway on her episodes as well yes and you got to go to forbetter.love, front slash, whatever it's called, H-O-H. To we'll get, have all that in the show To notes. get your giveaway or your free, I don't know, giveaway that she's doing. Well, it's a surprise. You're going to have to listen to the end of the show to see what she's giving away. But yeah, without further ado, please welcome Gabby Sandra to Head of a Hill Show. Yeah, baby. Gabby, welcome to Head of a Hill Show. We are so excited to have you here today. I can't wait. Thank you. To it's great to be here. here. Thank you. So why don't you let our listeners know who you are and what you do? That way they have a little background about you. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening today. My name is Gabby Sundra with For Better Love. And what I do is I'm a love coach, but I, I help couples as quickly as possible get out of the ditch that they're in. Most couples find themselves in the ditch of what I call the ditch of default. We get cranky, you know, things are fine until they're not fine, but I help them shift as quickly as possible into aiming for awesome so that you're aligned playmates and partners aiming towards what getting more and more of what you both want, as opposed to trying to figure out who's to blame, or I should say not figure out, but arguing over who's to blame and becoming more and more distant. So I'm a love coach that aims for awesome. Amazing. Amazing. I love that. I love that the fact that there's so much, so many people like yourselves out there in this day and age, you know, growing up, Raj and I, we didn't have this kind of exposure to this kind of knowledge. You know, we just did whatever we knew what we were taught and how to do our relationship, which really we weren't taught. We just learned from our families and parents, which we don't think is the right way of doing things anyway, <laughs> but I'm glad you're here and I'm glad we're going to be uh, 
learning a lot from you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I also have created a landing page with a free gift for your audience that we'll share as well at the end. Yay, we love free gifts. So everybody stay tuned. <laughs> right? Fun. Free gifts. So I, I was attracted We're to- all about play, peace, and passionate for better love. So gifts are fun. <laughs> Bring and play. We're all about play and fun, right, baby? Absolutely. <laughs> That's one thing I always said in my life with when we got married is I- I always want to have fun. If I don't, if I'm not having fun, then the relationship's not going the way I want it to, you know? Well, it's really smart. It's a smart thing to do because uh, I'm a research-based, I like play, but I'm also, you know, trust and all untether your camel, right? I like like both words, bibto, right? Both is better than one. Bringing that play, the research says that you learn so much more and so much faster, and you retain so much more information by bringing play to it. Not to mention life is so difficult and heavy and transformation can be so significant. So at least with your beloved, with your playmate, if you have that, then it's just so much easier to grow and to get through the tough times too. Well, it makes sense. I mean, look at the children in their, when they're in preschool or SK. What, what they don't learn. They go to school to play. That's how they learn to play and have fun and interact with other kids, you know? And that's how it is with us, I think. I mean, we learn so much through foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, I talk about, I call it the love trifecta, where it's play, peace, and passion. And if you have a playmate, and if you have a sanctuary, and if you have a lover, then really you got it all in the realm of relationship, right? Yeah, the love trifecta. <laughs> well, you know what attracts me to you is, is a lot of your 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 research and your knowledge is is incredible, and a lot of things that you talk about. You're very you articulate your what you talk about, and I love that. And I think our audience will relate to a lot of that. So I wanted you to talk to us about one of the things you always talk about, which is steps to keeping the fights clean and the sex dirty. <laughs> yes, that was my yeah. husband's alley. It's a good topic, right? A good topic. Yeah. Well, we actually have a little logo. I know this is, you know, a podcast, so you guys can't see this, but uh, maybe when you go to the landing page with with the free gift, you'll see it. But we have our, in our logo, there's a heart with a halo over it. And there's a heart with devil horns, right? And so it's all about keeping the fights clean and the sex dirty in relationship. Because often we're really nasty and dirty when it comes to the fights. And then we go bland or vanilla and we let things get stale and predictable when it comes to keeping the sex dirty. And of course, when I say dirty, I'm talking dirty in the best way possible. Not, there's there's no no shame (laughs) thing. This is the good dirty. (laughs) This is the honey, let's get sweaty and messy dirty, right? (laughs) It's that kind of dirty. So yeah, and and if you go to our website for better.love, the blogs are all divided into how to keep the fights clean and how to keep the sex dirty. But more than that, they look at before as it starts during and after, because as we all know, timing is everything. Let's say you're in the middle of an argument and you try to use a tool that's meant for after a fight, not going to go so well. (laughs) Right. So what are the tools that we use during the fight? (laughs) (laughs) Right. So today we have a part one and a part two, I believe, because we have so much good stuff to talk about. So one's going to be argument, even better ifing. So we'll do one about the fights clean, but this topic, the sits, six steps for keeping the fights clean and the sex dirty is actually much more broad for really a process of looking at where are we in our relationship and how do we start focusing on together getting more of what we want. So I'll tell you the six steps first. I'll just read through the six of them so you get them. And then I'll go through each one. And of course, feel free, add color and ask questions and uh, look forward to when you do post this, seeing what comments and questions people have as well. Okay, so the first step is admit it and take action. If you don't acknowledge that there's something that you want to be different, it uh, doesn't mean you have a problem. Again, I like to aim for awesome, but you know, better, right? How can things be even better? So you have to admit that you want something. Let's take, for example, um, sex, right? 
couples kind of been together. I've been with my husband 16 years and we're still discovering things that turn each other on that we didn't even know turned ourselves on or we hadn't shared yet. So admitting, you know, I kind of want to try this thing. Are you open to that? Uh, a month or so ago, we did this will want won't list where we wrote down all of the sexual things that we will do that we want to do and we won't do great woman, Alexa Martinez, you can Google will want, won't list. It's a fun little sexy exercise, but there's things that you're admitting like, oh, this is, I haven't told anyone this before, but yes, I want to admit it and I want to take action. So that's step one. Two is you identify the problem. Now, this is where lots of couples like to roll around in the mud and like they spend all their time here. You're the problem. You're the problem. You're the problem. (laughs) Blame. The only thing it gets you is defense, right? So it's human. It might even be justified. You could be absolutely right. It's just not helpful. And if you're married, being right is the booby prize. So you really want to be intimate, playful, peaceful, passionate, right? You guys have been together. You said what? Married... 20 some years married together 25 yeah wow awesome and you're working together and playing together i love love your energy okay so the second is identifying the problem right we start with admitting it and take action and then you want to look okay what isn't working but don't stay there people may have heard of the 80 20 rule with Pareto's principle you ever heard of that one so 80 percent of your value comes from 20 percent of your energy so don't spent 80% of your energy on the problem, you want to just spend a little bit of time. Now, I actually have a longer version of this that will give you a whole selection of problems, but what do you think? How about some of the problems that you see commonly with couples? What do you think some of those common um, conflicts are? Well, you mentioned like at the beginning, like it was all vanilla. We didn't know what, like we thought we knew a lot, but we didn't. And then that was, we began 25 years we are also still discovering a lot of things that we didn't know about each other, about our sexuality, about our inner self, you know? So we had a, a, someone on, on here recently, Susan Bratton, we had her here a couple of times. She's oh, a, I love she's, Susan. She's so fun. And her I love her. I love her. So, you know, her. so she's, she's a great intimacy expert. And she was talking to us about different positions. I have to, you know, um, enrich your love life. And we're looking at each other. We're like, we don't know that. We don't know that. Like, we're still learning after 25 years, you know? So we don't know. And that's the beauty of you or Susan being on the show is you get to learn from all of you guys. So yeah, that's a problem. But I think, I think knowing. to answer your question, um, what a lot of people kind of tell us on our social medias, um, it's just a lack of respect either on either side. Yeah. You know, my husband doesn't respect me or my wife doesn't respect me or does, is not attracted to me, that kind of stuff. But there also definition of respect is different than what we would think. Of course, right? Some guy says, oh, you see, they see me cooking all the time on TikTok Live. They're like, you're such a good wife. You take care of your husband. You cook. I'm like, so to you, that is respect. That is, you know what I mean? To somebody else, it's different, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Right. And, and that's, uh, I love that you brought that up because it just speaks to that whole concept, which is very popular these days of the love languages mm-hmm. that don't just love somebody the way you think love is. We all walk around thinking that everyone thinks we do, but actually there's ways we want to be loved. In fact, I wrote a blog recently on about embracing your differences. And I go through all sorts of personality assessments that you can take free versions, including the love languages and including sexually with the erotic blueprint you may have heard of and all sorts of quizzes that you can take. So it makes like date night, you know, we often will start our date night off with some sort of quiz or something that we've taken. So it's kind of like, ta-da, look at this new thing, because I love relationship research. And that's one of the things that research shows that keeps relationships healthy and vibrant is newness, newness as individuals and newness as a couple. Right. So sharing something about, hey, I didn't know this about myself. What did you learn in this assessment? My husband and I just did Jaya's erotic blueprint last month, and it was so much fun. I had done it years ago, and he hadn't. So if you hadn't done that one, uh, Jaya's erotic blueprint. Yeah, I've never heard of it. I just wrote a blog on it last week as well. Uh, Have you heard of Goop's program on Netflix called Love, Sex, and Goop? I've seen the Goop, yeah, yes. Yeah, so Jaya was one of the featured practitioners. And one of the, you know, she talks about the five um, erotic types. And so you can go and take an assessment quiz and there's a link to it on uh, that blog that I mentioned with either the one just of her or I mentioned her when I look at five or six different assessments on that blog about being... um, 
embracing your differences, right? Instead of being like, well, why does he think that? Or why does she do it that way? You look for the synergy, not the compromise in all of your, right. your differences. But Erotic Blueprint is a really fun one. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. I think I saw that episode when she was like, they were not even touching the, the people. They were just- Yes, like, that's energy. energetic. Yes, they're yeah. sensual, energetic, yeah. kinky, shapeshifter. I'm missing one. Let's try the kinky. Uh, sexual, sexual. Many of the men are like, just get straight to it. See, it wasn't uh-huh. on my radar. I'm like, what's the other one? It's like, get right to it. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I'm going to figure that out again. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay. So step one, we have admit it and take action. And step two, we have identify the problem, but don't get stuck there. And just notice how much lightness and fun we had talking about the problem. It doesn't have to be significant, right? Right. But we do, as, as, as human, we do make a problem bigger than what it is. So how do we not do that? Like you said, you know, identify the problem, but don't get stuck in there. Don't get stuck there. Yeah. Light, lighten up. And there's lots of different ways to do that, but uh, we're, we want to get these into 30 minute tidbits. So we'll get through the six and, and come back. Right. Okay. So step three, get clear on how you want it to be. So this is one of my favorite places to hang out. This is what I do with all my coaching clients. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And it's such a relief because most people are like, well, whose fault is it? Whose fault is it? Whose fault is it? And that gets you nowhere. No, you're absolutely yeah. right. One day, my husband said to me, we were on this vacation. We were so broke at the time. We had literally had $80 in our bank account and we were gifted an all expenses trip to Costa Rica that someone couldn't go to last minute. We're having this great time, but we're about to go to this party with like 300 people at the event. And my husband says, I'm about to get in the shower. And he says, I'm really kind of annoyed at something. It's a small thing, but I'm really annoyed. And I don't want to ruin our vacation because you know, we probably have all had vacations where one little comment just totally ruined the day, if not the whole trip. Here. In there, you have your hands up in there. <laughs> we were in Vegas, I don't think we talked for two days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're waiting for this vacation, you're hanging in there. And then, yeah, so we didn't want that to happen. And he said, I was so impressed. He said, could you give me some coaching on how to give you the feedback? And I thought, oh, this is brilliant. Like my husband, I scored when I married this. I'm like, all right, I'm going to meet him there. And I thought to myself, I said, okay, I got it. I got it. I want you to say, hey, want to play a game? And then take your complaint and translate it into what you want. Now, um, people can't see us on the podcast, but you and I both have long hair. And the funny thing of what it was is, is that your hair is beautiful on your head, but the second it's on the bathroom counter, it's disgusting. And what was annoying him was when I was getting in the shower, I was pulling out my ponytail holder and putting it on the sink and it was full of hair and stuff like that. And he thought right. it was gross. So he said, hey, I know, want to play a game? What if when you got in the shower, you put your rubber band in a drawer instead of on the counter? Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> That's a no, it's way better than his. I think, I think Nina would throw something at me if I went like that. <laughs> it was way better than him saying, God, why do you do that? That's so gross. Can you just put it in a drawer? Like irritated. And that's how we normally in couple culture, we consider that normal. So my husband and I are always working it with my couples I work with, or play with, I should say, it's, we'd like to create play rather than work, is, is to stay in that state of how do you want it to be? How do you want it to be? And bring play to it. Okay. So get clear on how you want it to be, right? So, 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 hang so, out so in that I'm going to tell, I'm going to ask my husband, honey, can you please pick up the clothes that you drop on the floor and just put them on the hanger right on top of the door? Right next to the Well, that's a great place, but you say, hey, want to play a game? What if we played a game that every time you put away your clothes, I was going to come find you and give you a kiss? Does that sound fun? Do you like that one better? Okay. Right. He like, he's right? a good man. He's a, he's a right? Because one... <laughs> there's being playful and there's playing a game and you can bring being playful to playing a game and you can bring playing a game to being playful, but they're different. They are totally different. You're right. right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So get clear on how you want it to be. Now, if we look at, for example, in the, the problem, how we want it to be is that we're always looking for what is inside us and what's the next chapter for new self-expression and intimacy in our sex life. Right. That could be one example, but you're translating the problem into how 
you want it to be. Okay. And then step four, or with respect, how I want it to be is that um, we interview each other about what respect means to us. And then we each pick our top five things from each other's description that would be easy for us to do. And we commit to doing more of those. Right. So now your playmates and you're looking towards, well, we could do this. We could do this. So get clear on how you want it to be. Now, this next step, step four. So, so far we've had admit it and take action, identify the problem, get clear on how you want it to be. And now we're looking at understanding your unsatisfactory solutions. Now you can't see this, but I have solutions in quotes (laughs) because most often the things that us couples resort to are not solutions. (laughs) They're, They're unconscious strategies to cope and release pressure and stress. Most often it's difficult to accept ownership. And so we're desperate to find blame. And so even when that person is actually at, you know, has done something quote unquote wrong, (laughs) it doesn't help to focus on that. If you're focusing on, on how can I do better? So understanding your own patterns for what are your unsatisfactory solutions. Don't look at your beloved like, oh, I know what he does. He like withholds and he just bites his tongue and then he blows up, right? You want to be looking for yourself because personal development happens with growth over here. It's when you're true, like, oh, I figured out exactly what you need to do. Doesn't work. You know, it's true because this is a human thing. It's a human nature to throw the blame on someone else, not just on your spouse, on your partner. Like if you think about it growing up, you're that way with your siblings. You know, you're that way with your parents. It's always the other person. So this becomes, you know, our life, mm-hmm. even with our partners. So we think, oh, the problem always lies with my husband or my partner. No, 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 that's you. It's inside you. I love the fact that you're actually bringing that up. Yeah. So some examples of unsatisfactory solutions are things like you first, right? Because they're like, well, I'll apologize if they apologize. Mm-hmm. That's not a solution. Right. Right. So you just, there's lots of common, you know, unsatisfactory solutions and you can look for patterns in yourself. So the next step is, is my favorite part really is the solutions that really satisfy. And I have dozens and dozens of tips and tools on my website for better love. However, it's not about me and my tips. It's about exploring and finding what works for you individually what works for you collectively and what works one year may not work the other year, especially when it comes to sex. Oh my gosh. What works in one minute, five minutes later, like I might be like, that was hot a minute ago, but now I'm overly sensitive and you got to stop that. That's true. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's so funny. <laughs> so we need to, to understand that these solutions that really satisfy is a moment by moment reading of yourself and each other and taking ownership for communicating your feelings and your needs and your requests, right? Mm -hmm. Without blaming, shaming, complaining. So hanging out in that area, like solutions that really satisfy, we could do the will want won't list. We could take the erotic blueprint. We could have a date night once a week. We could, you know, get a new set of candles for our romance. Like whatever there is, you can start exploring different solutions. We could paste our list of what has us feel respected on the refrigerator. We could, you know, just start throwing out the spaghetti on the wall, so to speak, and seeing what stick it sticks, not making either person wrong. Like my husband and I are very different. We're similar, but different. I'm an extreme extrovert. He's much more of an introvert. Um, I'm a just person like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get it done. And he's a super, super detailed person. And you can see how all of those can drive each other mad. If you think that they're the ones better than the other, mm-hmm. right? Cause there's judgment and shaming right. and complaining and all of that. Yeah. But once, and it took us a number of years to do this, <laughs> but once we saw each other as the synergy, right? We have a tip called Bibto, both is better than one that I mentioned earlier about looking for synergy, not compromise. So as you're looking for those solutions, step five solutions that really satisfy, make sure that you're not being right about it <laughs> and you're being respectful about each other's, right? True, because we, we learned that back and we did, we're in real estate, both of us. So we did a, a personality course years ago when we were doing our coaching course real estate and they taught us the four personalities of humans you know how they were and 
One is not better than the other, but we all have them. There's 25% of population is one way, the other 25, so it's so and so. And my husband and I also are similar, but very different personalities. We used to hold that against each other. You're right. wrong, I'm right. Now we're like, no, 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 we learn. You're an amiable, I'm a driver. You do certain ways, you do that, that thing certain way, I do it differently, you know what I mean? So knowing- Good job that you guys do that. There's, there's um, I've heard of DISC, there's Myers-Briggs, there's um, the uh, Enneagram. There's one very simple um, uh, quiz people can do called the sameness difference quiz, right? And when you, you just put down three quarters, just throw them down and have one person describe them. And then the other person describe them. And one person is the same people are like, there's three quarters on a table. <laughs> the difference person is like, well, two are heads and one is tails. One says 1973 and one says 2010, right? And they'll notice all these differences. So all these little things that you can know about each other can be so helpful to just get one, we're different. Mm-hmm. And two, the differences mean something good about us. And they're they're like, you know, we've if you have everybody the same, then you're gonna have blinders, right? Yeah. Um, this might even come up in money, right? It might be one person more conservative, one person like it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Again, there's a synergy in that and just respect it and, and, and bring in the, the synergy of, of the two. Okay, so we have one more tip. So we've gotten already admit it and take action. Identify the problem. Don't get stuck there. Get clear on how you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Understand your unsatisfactory solutions. Select your solutions that really satisfy. And then finally, set yourself up for success. Because as you know, being in relationship for decades, right, is that it takes something and it takes something habitually. It's, it's relationships has lots of ups and downs. And if you put it on the back burner, it's going to catch fire, right? Absolutely. It ends up, you know, if you're not paying attention to it, you're not stirring the pot, it's you're going to burn the dinner, right? One way or another, it's going to go south. And so one of the ways that I I say set yourself up for success is called the four C's cycle of success. And it's just a matter of having a habit because one of my favorite quotes is your relationship habits will determine your relationship happiness. Harville Hendricks and Helen Hunt wrote a great book called Making Marriage Simple that's all about negativity. And they say that most divorces happen not because of something big that happens, an affair or something else. It's the death by a thousand paper cuts of the little bits of negativity over and over again. That's what really is going to do it. So having the habits and those four C's are first is create, set a goal, make a declaration that could be for five minutes or for five months or five years, whatever, but create. Um, The second is compare. So you want to look and see, well, what's the difference between what I said I was going to do and what I actually did? Again, you want to look for yourself, not your beloved. If you're keeping score, keep score of how you're doing or how the relationship is doing, never how your beloved is doing. I was going to ask, so you keep a score of the relationship in general, not just, you know, your partner. Yeah, well, score might be, okay, I said I was going to call um, the bank and set up this account. Did I do that or did I not do that? As opposed to, well, he said he was going to call the bank and set up that account and he didn't do it, <laughs> right? So right. you make your own declarations and you take accountability in your own place. You, Rob, my husband and I have created um, one of our declarations of who we are. Our purpose is um, our love and lives bring lift us and others up by bringing play to accountability. So I encourage couples, bring play to accountability, but hold yourself accountable. <laughs> Okay, so the first C is create, the second is compare, and the third is complete because often residue gets carried over. So let's say you did everything you said you were going to do. You're like, da, 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 ha, 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 I did so well. I don't need to do anything this week. And you might slack off. Or if you didn't do well at all and you're like, I'm no good at this goal thing. It's never going to work. And so the complete is about really finishing that part of the process and starting newly over and over and over again. And finally, the fourth C is um, to consider. And that's, we want to keep learning, right? So are you learning? Are you learning? Are you learning? Okay. I said, I was going to do this. I did or did not do that. I got complete. And this is what I learned and how I'm going to do better next time. So that's one of the ways that you can set yourself up for success. My husband and I play 90 day games. We're for 90 days. And with my clients, we pursue our goals. And then for 30 days, we celebrate and rest. 
And then for 90 days on, 30 days off. And we do that, as I mentioned, play, peace, and passion. So in the summertime, focus on play. In the wintertime, focus on peace. And in the spring, focus on passion. Amazing. Uh, so yeah, so thanks for letting me share those six tips for keeping the fights clean and the sex dirty. Just to review, take, admit it, take action, identify the problem, get clear on how you want it to be, understand your unsatisfactory quote unquote solutions, select solutions that really satisfy, and finally, set yourself up for success, folks. <laughs> so this kind of stuff, like all these points, uh, out in my head, I was putting into the keep your fights clean. How would you kind of implement them to making the sex dirty? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we started with one of the examples for sharing yourselves, right? I We haven't, you know, we thought we knew everything, but there's so much more and we don't necessarily share it. There's the problem. How we want it to be is that we talk about sex openly and freely and regularly. And, uh, you know, at least at least once a month, we're doing a new activity or watching a masterclass or something of like that. What we usually do that are unsatisfactory solutions are, is we usually just say, you know, it's good enough. It's fine. We're busy and we're happy. We have a good life. We've been together a long time. We're getting older. Sex doesn't matter so much. And so we just kind of put it on the back burner. That's, that's one of our quote unquote unsatisfactory solutions. But what I'd really love to do is I'd love to, you know, in the season of passion, have 90 days where a year where we focus on our sex life. I'd love to, you know, do at least one workshop a year that feels edgy for both of us, where one year I pick it and the next year he picks it. And you just start throwing the spaghetti on the wall for what you each want. And then to set yourself up for success, you might play a 90 day game in the season of passion. And at the beginning you say, okay, these are the things I'm going to do. These are my habits for the next 90 days. These are my overall outcomes for the 90 days. For example, my husband and I, when we had been married for seven years, you know, the seven year itch. Yeah. And we had said, all right, we don't want that. What do we want to have an itch for? And we said, we want to have an itch to have the best sex we've ever had. And so the best sex you've ever had is like business success. Uh, success is an emergent property. You can't control it, but you can create the conditions for it to arise, right? Mm -hmm. And the best sex you've ever had is like that. So we said, how can we set ourselves up to have the best sex we've ever had? We started talking about, well, what makes it? What were memories of when we had the best sex we've ever had? What was it about that? Well, we had a lot of time. Well, we had privacy. Well, we had, you know, ambiance. Well, we went out on a really nice meal but we didn't eat too much, you know, and we started to figure all those things up. Now, when we had the best sex we've ever had, we said, let's not just have that be the seventh year. <laughs> and since we do 90 day games, we now said that every 90 days, we're going to have the best sex we've ever had. And we've learned, we've been doing that for now seven years. And obviously we're not waiting 90 days to have sex, but not every time you have sex is the best sex you've ever had. Good sex is still good sex. <laughs> but for best sex, you know, like a woman needs minimum 20 to 40 minutes biologically to be able to open, to have a climax and an orgasm. Right. So, and sometimes we call it emergency sex. We're like, we got five minutes till the guests are coming over. Let's hop in the shower. And get we got a quickie. <laughs> right? A quickie, right? So in doing all of that, you can bring these six steps to keeping the sex dirty. Now we have lots of other tips like the romp recap and, you know, I mentioned the erotic blueprint. And so I encourage people to go to forbetter.love, although um, we do have the free gift for them at forbetter.love forward slash HOH for head over heels yes. so that there's a specific gift just for your audience. Amazing. Amazing. Incredible. I love that. And you know, my husband loves to talk about, you know, sex and dirty sex and learn about any sex in that matter. So this was a, he's not alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's a popular topic. <laughs> if you were to go through these six steps, so let's say admitting and taking action. So you're, you know, you admit that you, I don't know, you want to do something crazy, like have sex outdoors. Well, that would even possibly be in the solutions. The admit it and take action is, look, I'd, I'd actually like to talk about our sex life and having our sex life be even better. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. So I need, I, I, I want a better, better sex life. Yeah. I want a little bit more uh, spontaneity, let's say. Okay. Yeah, that could be the problem. The problem is it feels like we always have to plan it and we don't have any time for spontaneity. Okay. Right. So there's number two, get clear on what you want it to be. 
So you want it to be a little bit more exciting, a little bit more dangerous, let's say. And you said spontaneous, right? Spontaneous, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'd love to have more spontaneity. Okay. Okay. Now understanding your, what is that? What is it? Unsatisfaction? Solutions? Unsatisfactory solutions. Yeah. What are the things you're consciously, um, uh, you're unconsciously doing or even that you're consciously doing that are not helping? <laughs> what would be an example there? Like yeah. Well, as I had mentioned is saying, it's no big deal, right? You know, like it's fine. Our sex life is good enough. Like yeah. I often say fine is a slippery slope to effed up. Yeah, yeah, it is. There's so many marriages that just put up with being fine. And that's, in my opinion, that's the real problem in marriages is people don't invest in intimacy until there's a problem to fix. And my whole message, yes, and that aiming for awesome is to invest in intimacy as a habit, to have these steps, these practices, games, goals, things that you do so you're not waiting until, oh my God, if we don't have some spontaneous sex, I'm just going to lose my mind. No, but I agree. I agree. Intimacy is the most important part of the marriage or relationship, because think about it. If you're intimate, having fun with your partner, having great sex, why would you not fight with them? Why would you want to argue? Why would you want to divorce them? These are you know, the makeup sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a different kind of argument. But yes, I agree. I mean, people need to couples need to do a lot more digging when it comes to intimacy because I do well otherwise you're ending up as roommates right and for some relationships I don't want to if like sex is not like there I I have very much learned again by personality types that people are very different right there's the sensual and the energetic that doesn't mean they're not sexual it's just a different way yes different way and a different way to access and then also to respect the person who's sexual who's like suck it It's like to get that those are both things to honor Mm -hmm. and to what's the what's the synergy between the person who is the energetic and the person who is the sexual. And isn't that fun to explore that or to at least take turns exploring that? Yeah. So then you go to number five and it says solutions that really satisfy. In this case, yeah, you said spontaneity. So we'll just stick with that example. So I'd look for some spaghetti on the wall and you might play a game of like, let's just each write a list of 10 ideas and then share it. Or let's each go back and forth with one idea until we can't come up with any more, right? So you can have some fun with it that way. So one solution is is, um, on date night, um, we have sex uh, before we go out rather than afterwards. Because usually, even though that has a little bit of planning, there's some spontaneity to it. And it's a real fun thing to do before, like, you know, you're out at your date, but you've actually already gotten it on, right? Or on the way to the date, just a bit. On the way to the date, there you go. You might say, you might say, um, you might whisper in somebody's, say, this again, just throwing spaghetti on the wall. We might say, hey, when is your best um, biological time for sex during the day? When is my best biological time for sex today? When do those overlap? Let's just say sometime this week, we're going to, at at that time of day, we're going to go for it, right? Mm -hmm. So there's like some planning, some spontaneity, right? Which by the way, 4 p.m. is the chemical crisscross because men's hormones are higher in the morning. That's why they wake up with a heart on in the morning often. Uh And women's hormones are are higher at night. So like 9 p.m. is like, I'm like, yeah, baby. You know, 6 a.m. is when my husband's like, yeah, baby. But like, no, those are different. At 9 p.m., he is out. Right. So, so around 4 o'clock, is that's where the crisscross is. That, that's the best time, you think? Yes. Hey, hey afternoon delight. You know, that <laughs> I love that. Well, you know, he, he says our sex, our sex sessions take 10 hours, 8 to 10 hours. And he talks about that all the time because like we prep, we go on a date at night. But before that date, we're anticipating all this crazy, amazing sex. So we're doing everything in our power. We'll be like texting each other throughout the day. Mm-hmm. What are you wearing? What are you doing? Like, or what are you like, going to wear tonight? Yeah. You know, I, I, I'd like this. I'd like you to wear this. And if we go out here, it'll be funny because, you know, uh, a lot of people be staring or something like that. You know, we That's just kind of, great. That's we great. Create, That's create momentum ahead of time. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I had, um, we used to do a show called Fights Clean Sex Dirty TV and interview couples and experts just like you're doing. And Adam Galad was on and he said, uh, he talked about 24-7 foreplay. And then a different friend of mine who's a bodybuilder, 
he told me that intimacy is like a building muscle and you're pretty muscular, healthy people. You know that you are, it's never neutral. You are either gaining muscle or losing muscle always. Always. If you do a lot of yoga and exercise and then you don't do anything for three days, boom, you're going to atrophy really, really fast. Intimacy is the same way emotional and sexual. You are either gaining intimacy or you are losing intimacy. And so it's a great thing to consider foreplay is not just the 10 hours, but that, you know, the, the ongoing, you know, I I often say taking out the trash will get you laid because when my husband is just (laughs) on top of things and handling shit in life, I'm like, that's hot. Um, when he has one of the things that drives me crazy, like if he really screws up, I'm so patient and understanding. It's the little things that I turn into some kind of crazy ogre bitch. <laughs> it's like I'm standing at the car outside, it's cold, and he doesn't have the car keys out. I'm like, what the hell are you thinking walking all the way from the restaurant to the car and not pulling the keys out? So I'm standing here freezing. That's thank you, Bobby. Thank you for saying that. I am not the only one who thinks that. I am not the My car unlocks horrible. itself as I go closer. Why am I gonna look? I am not a horrible person that think that I swear I'm like you gonna make me get there (laughs) right so but my point is is when he when I see that he is consciously pulling the keys out as we're leaving the restaurant that or whatever the other thing is in your case or someone else's case it builds I relax and it builds trust and and when I'm relaxed and I'm building trust that's the intimacy that's going to get him laid when we get home 100% (laughs) 100%. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. So how was that example? Did that Was that good going through with some spontaneity? Absolutely. Very good. It's very good. Like, that's why I want to go through all the points just to, to yeah, pay great. what they can do in terms of, I mean, we didn't really say number six, number six, setting yourself up for success. I think it's part of like you're saying, make a plan, find something you're going to do. And then through the day, all that stuff and say, this is what's going to happen on that day. Right. Yeah. Whether it's a one day declaration, a week, a, you know, as I mentioned, we'd like to do 90 days, it's 12 weeks, you know, um, and it's kind of four weeks to kind of figure out, or is this really what I want? Cause sometimes you're like, I want this. And then a week later, you're like, I actually really don't want that. And then the next four weeks, we focus on habit and building momentum around that, those goals. Mm-hmm. And then the last four weeks, we, we try to be unreasonable and stretch and like, oh, we haven't done anything for that. Yeah, let's spend the money and go on a three-day, get an Airbnb and being, get the hell out of here and make that happen, right? Well, that's so really cool because it keeps you on your code, right? keeps your relationship on its toe. It keeps you like, you know, you have goals. You have, you're going after that. It's not just mundane and just falling apart. I love that. Well, it takes so much time. Arguments. My husband and I figured out we have a once a month, three hour meeting um, where we look at our, our calendars, our budget and our goals. And we discovered that spending those three hours once a month saves us about 30 hours of conflict. Because you imagine just, you know, on average, 30 days in a month, you know, a half an hour of conflict and tension in the morning, half an hour of conflict and tension at night. That's not unreasonable. Lots of couples have at least 30 yes. minutes of conflict twice a day. And we resolved all of that, all of that by having that meeting once a month in those three hours. Smart, smart. Yeah. Yeah. So there's those little bit of structures. Yeah. This is a great topic. I like it. Yeah. A lot of, um, a lot of ideas for people to try and, and, you know, keep from, you know, putting their hands around each other's throat while they're arguing and doing it while they're having sex. (laughs) like i say save being nasty for your sex life right absolutely and then when it comes to the fights that'll be part two when we'll talk about this the six questions you can ask to turn your breakdown into a breakthrough because you don't want people to just move on in an argument you want them to move forward so this is great we got to focus a little bit more on keeping the sex dirty and Part two, well, usually we talk about keeping the fights clean first, but I understand you. I see you. We want to get right to the juicy stuff there, right? But now we'll front load it a little bit. We'll go back and back up. And because if you're not keeping the fights clean, yeah, breakups, I mean, uh, makeup sex only goes so far uh, over time. Intimacy is going to erode and you're going to end up doing it less and less and um, ultimately possibly losing the relationship. For sure, for sure. So uh, next week we'll, we'll... We'll continue our conversation about the other the other topics you have. But in the meantime, you were talking about a gift and basically where people can find you and all that stuff. 
Yeah, thanks, Roger. For better dot love, because you'd think of for better or for worse, you know, we're about the for better year. We're about how can we no have better and better? Yeah. <laughs> it's not that we're leaving when it's not good, but well, let's focus on, you know, what you give energy to, what you water grows. So let's focus on the for better. And it's for better dot love, not for better love.com. But for those of you um, with HOH, with head over heels, uh, add in the forward slash HOH, and we have a free gift for you there. And what I'll do is I'll actually um, change that so that you have a free gift that's specifically for this one uh, about the admit it and take action. And I'll do another one for you for the argument even better ifing because I actually have a free gift that goes that supports each one of those tips. So everything we talked about, you can have it summarized in a nice little printable format to put on your phone, to print it out, put it on your computer and really keep those conversations alive with ease. Cause I, I'm not, I'm all about play and working smart, not working hard. <laughs> and how do they get the gift? They go on to better dot uh, love forward slash H O H. Perfect. All right. We'll have that okay, in show so notes for better love.com forward slash. No, no, for better dot love. No.com. Okay. okay. For better dot love forward slash H O H. Oh, there you go. Great. Wrote it wrong. Glad I, glad I could. Yeah, no, it's different. When I looked it up and saw that, I was like, oh, I love that. For better.love, I'm doing that. <laughs> what about, um, you know, if, they, if people want to find you on any kind of social media or anything like that, where do we? Absolutely. Yep. We are on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, uh, Pinterest, you know, we're, we're out there. So at all at For Better uh, Love. So, and of course, if you go to For Better Love, any one of our pages will have a link to all of our social media. So yeah, check us out. Um, you did mention TikTok and we haven't been there yet, but I have to say my 79 year old aunt was showing me videos that she loves on TikTok. So I was like, okay, if my 79 year old aunt is doing this, it's I blowing up, I got to tell you, it. do it. It's, it's bigger than Instagram, to be honest. Okay. Okay. All right. Good to know. Good to know. Cause all I ever see from TikTok are things that come off of TikTok and they're mostly ridiculous. But what my auntie showed me was this beautiful woman sharing amazing wisdom. And I thought, oh, okay, I guess uh, it's all based on the algorithm, what you're seeing. Yeah. Now. It knows yeah. what you like. Yeah. Knows what you like. Okay. You good. Relationship, that's all you're going to get, but that, that's what we get anyway. So, well, this was awesome. Thank you very much for being on the show. We loved it. And we can't ha- wait for the uh, part, part two. two. Thank you so much, Nina and Roger, and to everyone listening. See you next week. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star rating on whichever platform you're tuning in from. It means the world to us to have your support on our show in this little mini way. (laughs) You can also stalk us on Instagram at Head Over Heels Show for more juicy stuff. If you have any questions, send them via email at us at hohshow.com or DM us on socials. Thank you for having us between your ears. And as always, we we wish wish you what what we we have. have.